This hour of gameplay is brought to you by FanDuel. Bet on all your favorite teams on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. You're listening to Gameplay with Matthew Cause on TSN 1050. Embrace the odds. I want winners. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Gameplay. I am your host, Matthew Cause. Happy Valentine's Day. That will be the subject of my opening thought, love and relationships in the world of sports. But I'm just looking on uh, on my sheet here on the show for the day. By the way, we're brought to you by FanDuel. Bet on all your favorite teams on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. And on this day in 2016, the NBA All-Star Game was here in Toronto. I cannot stress enough the contrast in weather today versus what it was like in 2016. For all you climate change deniers, eh, maybe today would uh, change your mind, and I know, I get it. The the temperature and climate change are not directly linked. But on this day in 2016 was one of the coldest days in the history of Toronto. It was bitter cold. My girlfriend was actually working um, with the production side of the All-Star Game, so... I was outside a couple times dropping things off to her. And I, I got to tell you, like, Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment, the Raptors, uh, the city of Toronto could not have been thrilled that the world, the, the basketball world, descended on Toronto, and every stereotype of Canada was in all its glorious, freezing self as it could not have been colder. And today it's gorgeous. It's like 10. I'm, I'm doing the show from home today, and I am sweating in in in, uh, in the home studio for gameplay. Uh, Producer Josh, I imagine you're cold because you're there in the studio. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, I got a little bit this morning. Well, happy Valentine's Day happy to you, Maddie, to all yes. the lovers out there. It is a big day for many. Uh, Hold on, wait a minute. Slow down. Oh. Slow down. Uh oh. Did you feel creepy when you said to all the lovers out there? Did, did it make you feel creepy using the word lover? You stopped me on my last line. I was going to say hope, hopefully Cupid was there, but no, I, I didn't go any further. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that I was uh, that was slightly that was creepy. odd. Yeah, yeah, it was um, a little creepy. Yeah, uh, 2016 NBA All Star Game here in Toronto. Oh what God. a moment that was for the city. Russell Westbrook MVP. That was. Um, How do you remember that? Come on. How do you remember that? I that, remember that, that, that game uh, like like the back of my hand. Kobe Bryant's mm. final All Star game, the late and great Kobe Bryant. To see him um, in his master class one more time was was absolutely phenomenal on this day, and um, it, the way that game transcended basketball for us in Toronto as well, Maddie. I'm uh, I'm looking up an old story because I don't remember the game. But what I do remember is just the record colds that were uh, that were going on on that day, and you can go back and look it up. It's like minus thirty or things like that. Just a miserable, extreme cold warning. You know, there's nothing worse than when you see those words. You know, in your local area. Uh, by the way, we've never discussed this. Let's get personal. You got you got a lady in your life there, Josh. What's going on in your love life? <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you, no. No. Um, do you know, do you know how I do that? Valentine's Day. How do you know you how know? I do that you don't have a special someone in your life? When you start breaking down individual prop bets oh, no. for like the third guard on the Sacramento Kings and how it okay. relates to the interior 
defense of uh, of the Portland Trailblazers. When you start throwing that out there, I'm like, this is a fellow with a lot of time on his hands. Matt, this is a shot to all the degenerates out there, including myself. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about this? So congratulations. Yeah. I have I wasn't with you yesterday, but uh, yeah. congratulations on the Kansas City Chiefs pick right to myself and yep. yourself. I love it. I'm very proud of that. Um. I'll go down the list. I was betting on Rihanna's halftime show. Is that really off the rocker? Is that worse than like betting on a backup point guard or on a uh, relief pitcher to get three strikeouts it, or more? I'm betting on depends. first songs here. It kind of depends how much money you had on it. You don't have to give that away. I won't, um, I won't mention it. Yeah. It, so, so did you have money on the first song and the last? Or, I, had or how on, I had money on the first song, the last yep. song, how many yep. songs she'll sing, and more. So. Okay, yeah, no, that's pretty bad. Like, if you did one little goof bet on, oh, I bet the first song is Umbrella, you know, that's fine. But when you're doing, yeah, that's a little bit of a degenerate. It, it went way off the rocker that here we are yeah. uh, with, the, uh, with the family watching, and then all of a yeah. sudden I go, oh, I need that song first. And they're like, can we just enjoy the halftime show, please? <laughs> I, I, I'd like to get more questions about how your family feels to this, but we'll be way too heavy. We got to get to it, and and trust me, we got lots of sports on the show today. I got. Um, I'm going to tell you about the cowardly bet that I won yesterday on FanDuel, but I have got a long shot today where four bucks pays you over fifty. That I actually think has a decent chance. We'll get into that, but it's Valentine's Day. Let's do a. Uh, Let's do sort of a love version of my opening thought. Time now for Matt's opening thought. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? And here we go. I mean, it's really nothing more than a self-absorbed monologue, a chance for Matt to rant about something and pretend he's a serious radio personality instead of a gas bag. Let's face it, he stole this idea from Dennis Miller. Now, I don't want to get off on a rant here. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! Yep, so it's Valentine's Day. Let's talk about love and sports. Is there anything more pure, more endearing, or as dysfunctional as our relationship with our favorite teams and athletes? We root for our favorite player. We scream to the heavens when they don't make the All-Star game. We spend 200 bucks on their jersey, and then a couple years later, we burn it on a poorly lit YouTube video when that player leaves for a warmer location. We spent so much money to go to a game to watch these incredible humans perform. Uh, but when the team starts at 3-7, and seven, we throw their jerseys or waffles on the ice. Now, before I continue, I am not condemning any fan who has done this or will do this. We all get overly emotional. Sports ain't real. It's a place where you can be overly emotional. I'm not part of that group. You know who they are. Mostly seen on Twitter. They get all judgy, and they tell you how you should behave as a fan my rule though no harassing online no swearing no saying anything personal when you're at the arena and well you know beyond that you do you anyway back to love and sports first i want to give a shout out to all you fans of teams that have consistently broken your heart yet you're still here because damn it you always fight for your soulmate don't you to saber fans Though your team usually beats the Leafs when we're in your barn and it pisses us off, I want to say I'm glad to see the, ra the rise of Tage Thompson. 
You need something. I mean, you've got the NHL record for the most consecutive seasons missing the playoffs at 11. I mean, you're five games back of Crosby and the Penguins. So, uh, you know, uh, hang in there. As it is Valentine's Day, I'll be nice to the team that knocked the Blue Jays out of the playoffs. The Seattle Mariners are the only team in baseball history to have never even appeared in the World Series. Imagine being a Seattle fan back in 2001. That team won 116 games. No team has ever won more than that in MLB history, yet they lost to the Yankees in five. Raptor fans, you think you, you think this is tough? You think this is abuse? The Sacramento Kings haven't made the playoffs in 16 years. Back in the good old days when they're getting hosed by Tim Donahue and the NBA to ensure that Shaq and Kobe make the finals. Let's go over to the NFL. I got a medal podium of misery. My bronze medal goes to the Cleveland Brown fans. Not only did management break a lot of hearts by bringing in and rewarding Deshaun Watson, or before that when Cleveland left to go to Baltimore, your team hasn't won anything of significance since 1964. Also, you're the organization that fired Bill Belichick because he wasn't a good enough coach. Oops. Silver medal, the Detroit Lions. It has been 31 years since you last won a playoff game. That's when Barry Sanders was running all over the Cowboys in 91. Think about that. Detroit blew out Dallas in, in the playoffs in 91. Dallas would go on to win three Super Bowls, and your coach says he likes to bite kneecaps. But to me, the goal, the ultimate, Atlanta Falcon fans. Bet you didn't see that coming. Maybe would have gone Buffalo. Who knows? 1998, the Falcons, Cinderella team, they make the Super Bowl. Speaking of love, Eugene Robinson is arrested for soliciting a hooker on the same day that he was honored with an Athletes in Action Bart Starr Award. This award is given annually to a player who best exemplifies outstanding character and leadership in the home. So Eugene grabbed the award, then he tried to grab a hooker. It was undercover cop. He gets arrested. Atlanta would lose 34-19 to John Elway in his final game. A couple of years later, you got the next great thing in Michael Vick. Then he goes to jail for dogfighting. Bunch of years later, you guys are up 28-3 against Brady in the Super Bowl. And we know how that ends. Finally, to you, the Toronto Maple Leaf fan. The longest NHL active streak of not winning a playoff series. We're at 17 years. We took over the number one spot when the Panthers beat the Capitals last year. To Leaf fans, you deserve all the roses. You deserve all the chocolate. You deserve the candlelit dinners for what you've been through. Yes, we do. Hey, hey, we have it good with all the high-end exciting talent. But then the playoffs started. Well, you know what happens then. Now, I want to finish this theme of just how bizarre we are as sports fans when it comes to our relationship with our favorite team. I've mentioned this before, but it deserves a little bit of reiteration. I went uh, earlier today and I looked at all these different studies on infidelity. And you can find surveys all over the place. There's one that says 46% of respondents in a monogamous relationship have said they've had affairs. 
Now, the U.S. General Social Survey says 20% of men have cheated compared to 13% of women. You can find different numbers all over the place. So let's go with 25% of all relationships have had some act of infidelity. So keep that number there. Let me ask you, Maple Leafs fans, how likely are you to wake up and put on a Montreal Canadiens cap or decide, you know what, I'm going to put on a Brad Marchand jersey or, you know what, maybe tonight I'm going to root for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Are you going to do it? Of course you're not. You never would do it. Why not? Because you're faithful to your team, no matter how much losing they are doing, no matter how bad their drafts are, no matter how horrible the trades they make. But that person you love, that person you've had a child with, you've been together for decades, that person you have a greater chance of cheating on than a team with a billionaire owner who fleeces the locals for tax revenue because they don't want to pay for his own arena. Yep. Love is truly blind, whether it's with your spouse or your favorite team. And that is my opening thought. I'm finished. So, Josh, I put out a poll. I haven't checked it. What is more likely to happen for a Maple Leaf fan? Wearing a Brad Marchand jersey or cheating on their spouse? 86% of people says it's more likely a Leaf fan will cheat on their partner than wearing a Brad Marchand jersey. I could probably agree with that. That is uh, a total comparison that I probably would have never expected. But if you had to pick at least one, like, are you going faithful to your your team or are you just going off – off the rails in your relationship status. That's that's a scary sight. Both of them, you're going to get plas- plastered for, Matt. No, no, but but, but hold on. Now. This scares me that think, it's think 76 it. to 24% right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh I, I, I got to go back and take a look. Yeah. Uh, but think about it. Like this person you've been with, maybe you've had kids, maybe not. You've been together for a year, maybe 10. They've made you happy. You've made them happy. Yeah. You've, been on rela- you've been on trips together. It's been great. Then on the other end, that team. That team, they hired who? They fired who? They lost how? Oh, my God, they make me miserable. But that team, you're always going to be loyal to. You're not going to be loyal to uh, But that partner, ah, you know what? Uh, it was a business trip. I was at the Chili's, had one too many daiquiri, and here we are. Scary business there, Matt. Scary, scary. scary. That, is, scary. that is not the sight. Happy Valentine's Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Hopefully you're loving your day. Yeah, by the way, I'll give a shout-out. I'll give a shout-out to my girlfriend. She is uh, she's a non-profit charity called Hope for Help, and they built a school in Mombasa, Kenya. Amazing. This is true. Yes, this happened about 15 years ago. And I am actually watching as they leave the door right now. Bye. They are going back to Africa for the first time since COVID. And you know why? They're going to check on the school, check on their kids, and to give all this money that they've raised. Now, they could wire it, but then the money might not get to where it has to go, and you have to pay more. So on their own dime, they are flying, and they're going to be like 38, 40 hours to get from Toronto to Mombasa, Kenya. So if you're looking for a charity, nonprofit, where all the money goes directly to children for a school and a greenhouse built in Mombasa, Kenya, consider Hope for Help. Incredible. Just looking yeah. at the visions right now and yeah. um, help orphans promote education. This is incredible, yeah. Maddie. 
Oh, yeah. No, no, no. My, the joke I always make is as long as I make Amy happy, I can be a jerk the rest of the day. I have a karma accountant. And it's like, okay, you made Amy happy. You can butt in line. You can litter a little bit. You can give a dog the middle finger. Yeah. Why are you giving a dog the middle finger? Who knows? But there you go. Oh, that poor Rottweiler. Why are you doing this to me? Roller coaster. Before we go, Matt, what yeah. are the plans for this Valentine's Day for you and Amy? <laughs> Well, that is the I, question. I, after after promoting and then saying I cannot. Um, oh no, she's literally at the door leaving. You know what I'm going to do? I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch one of those TV shows like Barry, or I'm gonna play old Sega Genesis games because I'm on my own. I'm on my own for new for Valentine's Day. That's okay. Well, you got a lot to tune into this evening. Orlando, I watch the Raptor. Toronto Raptors, Raptors on TSN fifty. Yes, you got that. You got Milwaukee Celtics, Tampa, Colorado. It's a great night. On the other side, we will get into some of the really good bets made over the last 24 hours, both cowardly and heroic. We do that next on Gameplay. This is Gameplay on TSN 1050. See, that's a cool G, Daddy Ona. You got to let it ride. Embrace the odds. I want winners. Can you think, and if you lower this song right now, Josh, I'm going to be very angry at you. Can you think of a better time to play My Girl than on Valentine's Day when all we've got is sunshine here in the city of Toronto? This is a marvelous song to play, Maddie. Oh, hell I'm yeah. I'm with you there. Yeah, yeah. We're like, oh, what love song should we play? I mean, just give me old stuff. Just give me give me stuff that came out 25 years before I was born. That's a total flip from uh, from Leaf's Lunch. It was all the new, and I was playing a uh, yeah. I Want to Know What Love Is from Foreigner. That's a classic Valentine's yeah. Day song. And they turned oh. me <laughs> like I had four eyes and three ears what? saying, who is that? <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, God. Get, okay, Leaf's Lunch. Okay, get out of here. Like. Like their combined age is less than fifty. Yeah. And and Al's brother, maybe the most uncomfortable moment of the show talking to Julie is like, you know what, I just can't satisfy you. And I, I'm I'm sitting there and I'm like, huh? What's uh, is that an HR thing? Like I, like my God, I felt bad for Al's brother. First first uh, you know, uh, he get dumped by uh, by Jeff O'Neill. Yeah. But you know they'll get back together. A bad, Those a bad clowns. Break of day. Yeah, the bad breakup day, and now the revelation from Al's brother's inability to satisfy. We'll move on from that. That's going to get uncomfortable very soon. Hey, everyone, welcome back to, to Gameplay. I'm, uh, I'm your host, Matthew Koz, uh, brought to you by FanDuel. Speaking of FanDuel, I, uh, I did a, um, a very cowardly bet yesterday. Um, there was, it was, I knew I wasn't going to be watching a lot of sports. There wasn't much on. And after the weekend, I'm like, okay, I just need a, I need a break. I just need one night. I'm going to be a little bit off sports. The I bet the 76ers at home to beat Houston and mm-hmm. the Cavs at home to beat San Antonio. I did that cowardly parlay. $20.85 won me $3.84. So that was my big win from yesterday. Not a, not a bad return. You, you, you look at those games saying, these should be absolute sure locks. And then what do you know? Yeah. You have yeah. to trust the, uh, the sports books. Philadelphia took them down 123-104. James yeah. Harden, um, full, first of all, goes off against his former team. And second of all, you know me. You, you were just blaming me and uh, talking about me not having a girlfriend. So I do my research, and yeah. the Houston Rockets give up the most points against point guards. And what do you know? There's James Harden, 29 points. And then on the other side, guess who gives up the second 
most points against point guards, the Who's San that? Antonio Spurs. And oh. look what happened. Little Darius Garland action Little there. Darius Garland, little Donovan yep. Mitchell, 41. So I, nice. I like your picks. I, I, nice. I, I enjoy them. The return there, Maddie. I'm totally flipped over from you because <laughs> I need a little bit more value than that. You want value? Yes. Do you I want do. value? Okay. I can give, give you value. The I have the Boston Celtics on the money line to win tonight at Milwaukee. The Orlando Magic to win at Toronto. Oh. I bet $4.47. Why? Because I had like $114.47 in my FanDuel account. I just like round numbers. It's a weird thing. $4.47. If Boston and Orlando win tonight, my um, I get back $55.43. Okay. Now, there is, I know there's there, minimal value, but it's not significant compared to the others. It's I, I, it's a hell of a payoff because, and I know, I understand, there's no Jalen Brown in the lineup, no Marcus Smart. But Jason Tatum has been incredible against Milwaukee. He's averaging, uh, his last like uh, 10 games or so, he's averaging like 30 points per game. Like, he is a star. So on, and Boston is the number one team. I know this, I know they've got injuries. Can they go and beat Milwaukee in Milwaukee? Of course they can. Well, my bigger, my bigger concern is, and, and like, I think Orlando, we all love Orlando, and it looks like Gary Trent Jr., Precious Achua, uh, are both going to be out tonight. At the very least, they're, you know, there's a good chance you're not going to see either of them. The only problem is Orlando, this is their third game in four nights, and it's back-to-back. That is my concern, is their schedule. But if I bet just over four bucks and I can win 50 on a Boston team that's the number one team in the NBA and a Magic team that's got a lot of youth, talented youth, that maybe can overcome all these games in a minimal amount of time, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to do that bet. So Matt, are you? F- that's fully locked in, right? Because I have some news locked for you. In. There is ah, some God. breaking news out of Boston. Oh, Jason no. Tatum out no. with an illness this uh, evening. Jalen Brown out a face injury, smashed the ankle. Horford game time decision. And the Magic are four and eleven against the spread in the last fifteen games against the Raptors. I don't need spread. I just need them to win. Money line, baby. Okay. There, there's some odds that are turning in your favor, but not. Right. Okay, in so no, Wisconsin. no Tatum, no Tatum, no Tatum. He is out tonight with an illness, from what it sounds like. And there was some good news out of Boston, I assume, with the uh, no good news now. <laughs> well, no good news now that Jason yeah. Tatum's headlining the three-point contest. That doesn't help me. That does not help me at all. It doesn't that help doesn't you at care. all. He'll that be in Utah, help. but he won't be so, in Milwaukee tonight. So, so do I cash out at 367 and eat my 87 cent loss? No, you let it ride. This, this show is letting, <laughs> go, letting it ride. Okay. By the way, okay, you know what we'll do? We got, we got to go. We got to go. But in a little bit, just that Boston game is on TNT tonight. Yep. And the no Jalen Brown, hey, legit injuries, face is broke. Um, the Tatum one, I don't know, but there's a story out there right now about what Adam Silver and the NBA, they are trying to find ways to get players to, you know, play games. So we'll get that a little bit. But on the other side, one of my favorites, it's been ages since Martin Weiss has been on the show from the Extra Points podcast with Cousin Sal and Dave Damashek. 
He'll join the show next. We'll look back at the Super Bowl, and we'll look ahead to the NBA and the NHL. We'll do that right here on Gameplay. This is Gameplay on TSN 1050. This is found money. I want to parlay it. I want to make a big score. Embrace the odds. I want winners. Welcome back, everyone. This is Gameplay. I'm your host, Matthew Cause. Producer Josh, if you turn this music down, I'm going to get angry. Pump it up. Give me a little more. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. We're gonna, I think we're just going to do our best to play music that was created before I was born. Oh, where did it go? Did, there it is. There it is. I, I'm not asking for much. I don't think I'm asking for much here in terms of we, we've already had the temptations. We've had a bunch of good stuff already. We're going to have a lot more. We're going to have uh, we got the four tops right now. And joining me now, somebody who's been on the show in ages, big fan of his work, big fan of the Extra Points podcast network. It is Martin Wise from them, and you hear him on Fox and a lot of other places. Martin, thanks so much for joining the show today. Of course, man. Anytime. Thanks for having me. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, and uh, yeah, we're doing we're doing love songs for Valentine's Day, and we're going uh, we're going a little more old school on uh, on the show. And I've already told my producer if I hear Aerosmith's um, that song at the end of Armageddon, I'm going to walk out. I'm just going to say right now, I'm going to wa- I'm going to walk out. I mean, you know, it, it's got a lot of yells. Right for like I don't want to like come on now. Yeah, that's not where yeah. we're really going here. It's not like you're not playing that lightly over a candlelit dinner later on this no. evening, if you know what I mean. Yes, exactly. You're sitting there. You're having a glass of champagne. You're pairing it with some beautiful oysters. The last thing you want is to get reminded that Bruce Willis got killed uh, in Armageddon. Spoiler alert, by the way, there's two people on this planet. Those who cried when Bruce Willis died and the rest of us. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> let's start with um, from a, a and you, I'd love to get both uh, like two different answers on this from a football standpoint, but also from a betting standpoint. What were the biggest stories for you, Martin, looking back now at the Super Bowl? Now, maybe they're the same thing, or maybe they're two very different things. Well, the first one, from a betting standpoint, it just goes to show you, you only got to beat the number, right? If you looked at that over 51, it stayed at 51. I mean, look at the 51, that total, it was 51 for two weeks straight, all right? And somehow, you guys, guys like me talked myself into you know, the MVP, the MVP and the MVP runner-up, they're not going to score points. These defenses are going to show out. So don't let, don't let all, the, all the time period if, – if you can see a number like 51, you see two MVP candidates on either side throwing the ball, even if, they, even if Mahomes throws under 200 yards. Those offenses are going to move. They're going to score. That was my betting takeaway. My football takeaway was, I mean – that's why we watch sports, right? To watch, to watch guys come through in moments of adversity, in moments of like, man, look at his face. Look at those. Is that tears coming down his eyes, man, at halftime? As Mahomes is grabbing at that ankle, as he's limping around. And we all saw what he did in the AFC Championship game. To come out there, 
Did he play spectacularly? After, you know, not, I don't want to say he had a, 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 an amazing game in terms of the plays that jumped off, but the totality of it all. Him to go yeah. out there, six incomplete passes in the game against a guy who just got hired to be a head coach in this league, Jonathan Gannon. That's what I'm talking about. That's one of those Jordan-LeBron-type moments for Patrick Mahomes. You know, you're absolutely right. There wasn't that spectacular A-plus play. What there was was a constant amount of B-pluses. And considering he was hobbling around at the end of the half, we all saw Chad Henney warm up, which uh, I think I think made everyone miserable. And then in the second half, to have one incompletion, did not take a sack, did not have a turnover, is just an incredible performance by Patrick Mahomes. Look, I tell you what, he may not have had any A A A plus plus plays, but I graduated from University of Michigan with one motto: C's get degrees. And so I guess for the Super Bowl, <laughs> B pluses get you rings. <laughs> Joined by Rhodes Scholar Martin Wise from. <laughs> Ah, that is good. From the Extra Points uh, podcast. Wait a minute. By the way, okay, totally off topic. Uh, the last half hour, I've been, oh, my God. The Cardinals are, 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 Jonathan Gannon is the head coach. Okay, this has nothing to do with betting or anything else, but it just needs to be asked. Is, is Eric Bieniemy just, does he do bad interviews? Like, like How is Eric Bieniemy not a head coach? The ultimate reason why Eric Bieniemy is not a head coach was the reason why for so many years before right now, I wasn't a radio host. Nobody hired me. It wasn't because I didn't want to do it. Nobody oh hired me. God. Eric Bieniemy wants to be a head coach so bad. Think about this. Eric Bieniemy wants to be a head coach so bad. He's interviewing for other offensive coordinator jobs away from the alien cyborg greatness that is Patrick Mahomes. Stop it. That makes absolutely no sense at all. And you, I, I, I was reading in the Athletic today, a reputable, reputable uh, uh, journalistic yeah. outlet, right? You know, so you read something in there, you can probably think it's pretty good. Chad Henney, we just talked about warming up at halftime. You know what he had to say? Eric Bieniemy yeah. was the one that brought up the fact that Doug Peterson ran those two plays that had the jet motion fakes. I'm not trying not to get two football one-on-one on you, but the last two touchdowns that Mahomes threw, Bieniemy installed that in the game plan on Saturday. And the guy oh. who got completely bamboozled by it is a head coach on Tuesday. So ultimately, oh what I, what, what I end up with it, where I end up on it, Matt, if any other organization had the hiring practices and just firing practices of the NFL, Congress will get involved, regardless of race. You tell me yeah. another place where you're turning over one-third of your workforce on a yearly basis doesn't happen it's like it's fine this is one for like four years i've been yelling about it like like every year i'm like oh i hope the giants get eric b enemy boy i hope the giants get eric b enemy now they did well in the end with brian dayball i i am shocked by that and you're right those those two touchdowns where sky Moore and Kadarius tony were so wide open those guys are so wide open that the couch potatoes, when they go, oh, I could have done that, I could have thrown that touchdown, they're right. They could have thrown those touchdown passes, taking nothing away from Patrick Mahomes. All right, I'm just, I'm, okay, shocked by that. Uh, we'll, we'll move on. We'll stay with football. Martin Wise is with us. It's been way too long uh, since he's been on. Uh, and check out his great work at the Extra Points Podcast. I see on your Twitter account, are you already dipping your toe into the 2024 Super Bowl winning market? You know, 
I, I can't help it. I can't help it. <laughs> and you know what? I really couldn't help it, too. I, I, I saw it, and I was going to let it pass. But yeah. you know, I saw it last year, too. What are the Buffalo Bills doing up there? I'm sorry. I just, I just don't see it in the same way. I know you're I know you're in Toronto. I'm, probably a ton I'm a of Giants fans fan. Yelling at me right I'm, now. I'm Martin, I'm a Giants fan since nineteen ninety. I saw Jeff Hostetler defeat the Buffalo Bills. I'm no fan of Buffalo on these parts. I hear you, but it seems like everywhere else there are tons of them, especially in the, going to Vegas and putting money down on these guys to win the Super Bowl. Like I just don't see why the Bills have such short odds, but I think there's some pretty good value there. Some of those, some of those, uh, uh, you know, plus uh, forty to one, fifty-one teams. Some pretty good value there, especially if you're the type of guy that'll head the future. Oh yeah, you you absolutely have to. If we're going to look at it, you know, maybe the Steelers at fifty to one. You you got Mike Tomlin. You've got a good defense, and another year with Pickett. Maybe you know he takes. He's, he was a first round pick. The one I kind of like, but this all depends on the health, and this is such a big if, the health of Tua Tagovailoa. But Miami, 30-1. to 1. I don't hate that. You see, the thing, only thing is, Matt, here's the problem with Miami at 30-1. to 1. Mm. They got to go through Kansas City and Cincinnati to get it done. That's the issue, right? Right. That's the, okay. That's going to be your yeah. issue. So I'm look, when I was looking at these, because, I mean, yeah. look, the, the, the kid in Kansas City – since he started, it has a residency in the AFC Championship game. Kid in Cincinnati, yep. same thing. Since he started to be yeah. healthy, residency in the AFC Championship game. It's like going to Vegas to park MGM to go point. see a ticket. That's where they're at, okay? So I'm looking at the NFC here, and I looked at a team. I saw the Minnesota Vikings had 12 oh, wins no. last year. <laughs> Look, I understand. They, that team sucks. Why, but why? Why did everybody, <laughs> team, why did everybody say that team was terrible all season, Matt? The defense. You know who they hired? Brian Flores to go get that defense together. A guy who's ah. just in Pittsburgh, but was running the program in Miami. Seems to be a real leader of men. And I think that when you get him involved with checking your head coach, Kevin O'Connell, who had the offense humming, offensive player of the year, Justin Jefferson, mind you, I like that, even though I'm going to have to like that with the guy who said, I like that, you Kirk Cousins. <laughs> you know what, Martin? I'm Okay, I'm completely honest with you. First, I was going to shame you for looking at the future odds. Then I started looking at him, and I spent 10 minutes. And I go, oh, this is exciting. Who am I going to take? So I'm a hypocrite. Isn't it? And then hey, the hey, second hey, thing, hey, right? Hey, listen. Yeah. Matt, it's, yeah. it's going to be a cold winter, okay? It's going to be a cold. <laughs> we got a long time, okay? We got to do yeah, something. Yeah, I know. I know. The, the Leafs will get knocked out in the first round of the playoffs, and the Raptors are bad. I got places I got to be. Uh, but the funny <laughs> thing is, the other part is, I was looking at the Vikings as, as well as 40-1. to 1. I'm like, oh, not that bad. The problem is we all hate Kirk Cousins. There's something about Kirk Cousins where in, unless you live in Minnesota, and even there, I think he's like the most, he's the most hated, decent to good player in the NFL. You know, it's, it's something about his face, man. He's got this face that just looks like, why, you, 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 just, why aren't you better? I wish you could be better. And then he's like, well, I'm, dude, I'm still like a top 12 quarterback in the league. What do you want? And it's like, I want, yeah. you to, I want you to not check it down on fourth and three or fourth and ten <laughs> for a three-yard game on the last play of the game in a game you weren't going to win anyway. So I think that's the Kirk Cousins <laughs> conundrum. You just, you just wish he was better. <laughs> yeah. By the way, as a New York Giants fan, I'm going to have to push back on you a little bit. I was a big fan of that check down on fourth down. I agreed with it. Uh, Martin. <laughs> 
<laughs> How uh, do you get sad today? Because like Monday, we're all coming off the glow of that Super Bowl, which an incredible game where you couldn't even. It was so good. There was not even one player you could blame. I was trying to make the argument for Jalen Hurts being the MVP. But do you get sad on the Tuesday after the Super Bowl? And it's nothing against the NBA. There's great matchups tonight. It's nothing against hockey. You know, we we we're, we got the Maple Leafs here, and there's a thousand stories. But it just it feels it feels weird, maybe from a betting perspective, a sports perspective. Now that the NFL's done, you know when my depression hits, mm. championship what championship weekend when the games are over, and oh, I yeah. know I got <laughs> I got wait I got Monday through Friday with no and then Saturday Sunday no football at all, and then a whole yeah. another Monday through Friday and Saturday with no football at all. There's yeah. the Super Bowl. And it's like, because you, you, you know what, you just get in the rhythm from September on of just like, man, okay, who's playing Monday? Who's playing Thursday? Ooh, okay, what's the one o'clock slate on Sunday? I can't do it. And it's like, none of that. That's why you got me over there fawning over, yelling about the Bills being the third shortest odds to win the Super Bowl 364 days from now. Because there's nothing to look forward to next Sunday. It's the worst. Yeah, it's true. And it's, again, it's something against other sports, and pitchers and catchers are reporting, but it's just something different with uh, with football. So for you, Martin, as we end this, where do you go next? Like for you in the Extra Points podcast, is it is it 100% betting the rebound totals of whoever uh, is facing the Dallas Mavericks because Kyrie and uh, and Luka don't play defense? Is, is it something in hockey? Where does your attention go to now? I'm looking at the NBA. I'm looking at the association. Uh, when we were down there in Phoenix at, at Radio Row, you know, we heard a, a, a rustle and a whisper, and all of a sudden, Kevin Durant was traded. Kyrie Irving was traded. The old, the entire NBA is seen. I think I think I saw 28 of 30 teams made a move. So the whole league looks different now. I got to refamiliarize myself and figure out who's going to win these games and by how much, so I can try to bet on them. But, uh, but ultimately, I'm, I'm, I'm diving heavy into the NBA, and I I'm, I'm, cannot wait to see the experiment in Phoenix. How many mid-range shots does it take to get to a championship? Like how, many licks to, how many licks to the center of a titty roll pop? We may never know. By the way, I get that reference. I guarantee my producer, no way he has any idea. Uh, that reference, but I do, I do get it. Uh, Martin, it's been way too long. We got to get you on sooner rather than later. Check him out at the Extra Points podcast and does work with Fox Sports as well. Appreciate getting caught up. You follow me on Twitter at Martin Weiss. That's W E I S S for the last name. Take care. All the best. Thank you. That is Martin Weiss from the Extra Points podcast. And yeah, that was a lot of fun. And I know for, I know for sure. That my producer is probably taking a little bit look into the uh, already into the Super Bowl odds for uh, for next year. It's dumb, it's stupid, but it's so easy to go get sucked down this rabbit hole. This is gameplay. Can I get in on that? On TSN 1050. You broke his thumbs. It was an accident. <laughs> is that what you call it when somebody doesn't pay up? Embrace the odds. I want winners. talk about this song for a moment and that should be a cue for my producer not to completely eliminate the Beach Boys 
This song is Paul McCartney's favorite rock song of all time. God Only Knows by the Beach Boys from the incredible album Pet Sounds. This is Gameplay. I'm your host, Matthew Cause, right here on TSN 1050. This is a fantastic love song to play on Valentine's Day. Also, when I think about this song, I think of the final part of Love Actually, the greatest rom-com of all time, and I will hold no argument for a different film. Uh, Producer Josh, uh, good uh, good tune. Whose recommendation was this? Thank you. No, I've... uh... I've been through the docket of, of old collections of, of love music. I did my, did my research, yeah. want to go back onto the, the old tracks uh, because of the younger crowd here. They don't even know who some bands are. So I'm, 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 I'm expanding the range. I've, I've right. worked with you for a couple months here, and I've, I've learned that yeah. I have to go a little old school. Yeah, the, the sad thing is that it happens. Um, it, it happened probably about four or five years ago, and it will with everyone, anyone in their mid-40s knows what I'm talking about. And that's where you don't really think of yourself as the old person. And then slowly it happens just every now and then. Someone doesn't get your reference. And you know, oh, okay, well, that, you know, that's odd. And then it'll happen again. And then it starts happening on a regular basis where maybe your producer can't name one movie without Pacino in it, like my producer Josh here. Or another time on another producer who had never seen Ghostbusters, never seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And in my mind, I'm like, wait a minute, that movie's not that old. And I'm like, oh, wait, no, that movie's from 1986. So that, now that movie is 36, 37 years old. But it doesn't feel that old to you because you remember watching it in the movie theater. And my message to you, Josh, is at some point, now you've got a couple decades, you've got time. Yeah. You've got time to play around with this. But at some point, you're going to look around and go, wait a minute, you don't remember Rihanna? And it's, it's going happen. to happen. Oh, it is see, going. That, see, that's a scary sight. Like, oh, yes. Um, my future children say, "Who's Drake?" Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that who, is one. Who is Doctor Dre? And I'll be like, I'm so disappointed in you right now. But yeah. you, I All can't right. blame them. Let's let's go down this for a second. When you think of the greatest quarter, and again, this is unfair. You're like 20, 21 years old. When I was your age, I'd only been into football for five or six years, but I was a football nerd in terms of the history of the game. But how high do you have Joe Montana ranked? So if you have to make the list, he would have to be for top you. three. For me, top three. Okay. okay, so he's still top three. Yeah. Yeah, because that then, then, okay, so then you're, you're, you're right on still with that. Because at some point, now maybe not with Brady, just because of the numbers. We're not going to have quarterbacks playing in their till 45 being that productive it's not going to happen brady will be the outlier but at some point people like oh montana yeah like i heard i think dan orlovsky didn't have uh montana like in the top 10 or or something ridiculous like that that is shocking yeah for the longest time yeah for the longest time montana was number one forever now to me i don't think he can be lower than number three it's montana it's elway and it's tom brady and it's whatever order you want to put them in, you know. And and, um, and for me, that is the top three. And Matt, uh, felt, yeah, yeah, no, so I'll, yeah, I'll jump on that as well. Like it's it's a fair top three, but you have to also think of like the newer ish generation. Like, are you throwing like the Payne Mannings in there? Are you throwing the Aaron Rodgers in the conversation? Are you throwing the Drew Brees um, into the list? Because 
I'd say from fans maybe 1995 and on, born in 1995 and on, who've, yeah. who've watched this style of football, who didn't get to see the the Elways or the Marinos or the Stallbacks, right? Like that's the total yeah. difference. So, oh yeah, well, yeah. You have to put. You always have to put everything in context. Everyone's going Mahomes, 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 and yes. I get it. And you should. He's incredible. But you have to also remember the context. Um, I, I don't think football in the mid '90s is that long ago, but it's ages ago now. The difference in how the game is played, and not just how it's played, how it's coached, and not just how it's coached at the NFL level. What is it in college? What is it in high school? A quarterback drafted in the first round in 1995 played in incredibly traditional offenses in high school and in university. Unless you were with, like, the Houston Cougars or the Florida Gators, you know, Steve Spurrier, even that name might elude you, (laughs) you did not play in these, you did not play games where you're throwing the ball 30 or 40 times. So when I look at Patrick Mahomes, I can say with a straight face, as of now, now Mahomes might eventually, you know, pass it. As of now, I would take Brett Favre over Patrick Mahomes. On a resume scale or like a skill set? Technique as a quarterback. In comparison to who they were at. Okay. Brett Favre won three straight MVPs. Three. And he did it playing against dynasties in Dallas and San Fran. So you always have to sort of keep it all in context. And this is not me doing old man thing being anything against Mahomes. Mahomes is incredible. He's already going to go into the Hall of Fame. And his resume is stacked. But you have to remember playing quarterback now with Andy Reid, with that offense, with Tyreek Hill, without Tyreek Hill, whatever you want, allows you to put up these much gaudier numbers than what Brett Favre did in 1995 playing in Green Bay where defenses could beat up receivers and his number one receiver was like Robert Brooks. That's all my message is. You put the order in whatever you want. But when an old fogey like me says, I like Brett Favre more than Peyton Manning, not as a person, as a quarterback, there is a reason for it. There is. And before we go, like, I saw the conversation among Twitter, among all social medias, and major publications were talking about it, saying, even if Patrick Mahomes reaches the five Super Bowl mark, like, could he transcend to be a top three quarterback of all time? Because I can't believe we're already having this this case, but the resume does show, like, two-time MVP, oh, two-time Super Bowl MVP. He only yeah. lost once, and that was to Tom Brady. So you can't it, – it's hard to overstep the boundary of saying, where does Patrick Mahomes rank all time? Because it's going to take a while. There's been yeah. so many great quarterbacks to, to step on that gridiron and, and it, it, through generations. If you talk to – a person around my age, a person around your age, we're all going to have different opinions, right? But oh, yeah, yeah. And there's we're all people older than Mahomes now. That's, yeah, the, that's there's the people, difference. Yeah, there's people that would yell at me and say, don't forget about Johnny Unitas. Like, this yeah. happens. Every every generation, it happens. It's it's just pretty much just par for the course. All right. We got way off topic there. I don't even know. I don't even remember. What were we coming into this block to talk about? Do you remember what I promoted? I totally forget. Um, it was, it, <laughs> it was it along well. the lines of you're spinning the wheel, and we went off to the, the no, 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 no. I never said spin the wheel of audio. <laughs> I did not say that. By the way, uh, just a couple of sports updates before we go to break. Austin Matthews is targeting a return tomorrow against the uh, against the Chicago Blackhawks. So it looks like Matthews will be on the ice tomorrow on that first line. 
Connor Timmons, he of the new two-year contract, is in. Justin Hall, he of the two major mistakes on two of the goals allowed on Saturday against Columbus, is out. So just a little current sports. But on uh, on the other side, Andrew Cayley is going to join the show, and we'll do a little looking back at the Super Bowl, and we'll also look ahead to the Raptors taking on the Orlando Magic, and we'll get into that right after this. This hour of gameplay is brought to you by FanDuel. Bet on all your favorite teams on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. 